again for the Holy Spirit that dwells within us to lead and direct us. Thank you, Lord, that, Lord, even as we come into your presence this morning, that you shower your blessing upon us. Lord, that as the word goes forth, the word shall be mannered to us this morning in the name of Jesus. The word of God shall bring healing to our mortal bodies this morning in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for every soul, every man, woman, and child that you have ordained to be in this place. We call them forth from the north, from the south, from the east and the west. Lord, that you will bring them forth in your multitude. Bring them in in your multitude in the name of Jesus. Every soul, every soul that you have ordained to touch this morning, we call them forth in the name of Jesus. We call them from the north, from the south, from the east and the west. Every soul that you have ordained to be in this way, we also that begin to come into this place in the multitude in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, because you are good. Yes, Lord, you are good. And your mercy endures forever. We exalt your name in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We are just going to take uh, our scripture reading from Matthew 3, verse 16 and 17. It says, as soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was open and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And the next verse. And a voice from heaven said, this is my son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. So the question that I have for us today is, how would God describe you? How would God talk about you? The Bible talks about when God described Moses he said there's no one like him in all the earth no no one is humble and the Bible talks about when we die God will say well done my good and faithful servant so right now how does God describe you so I just want us to pray that anything that will stop God from being pleased in us anything that is in us that isn't in line with his will. The Bible says that God will operate it. I pray, let us begin to pray that God will take away anything that displeases us. Oh Lord Jesus, oh Lord Jesus, when you were on earth, oh God, you were described, oh God, as the son in whom God is well pleased. Lord Jesus, anything in our lives, oh God, anything in our lives that hinders us, you said, oh God, in your words that any tree that my heavenly father has not planted shall be uprooted by the roots, oh God. Lord Jesus, anything in our lives, oh God, that stands as, as a hindrance, as a stumbling block, oh God. Lord Jesus, take it away, oh God. Take it away, oh God. Lord Jesus, let this be the service that any bad habit, let this be the final day, oh God. Let let this be the final change, oh God. Lord Jesus, let this service mark a change, oh God. When we come to you today, oh God, anything in us that has been a hindrance to our relationship with you, oh God. Lord, take it away, oh God. Remove it, oh God. Remove it, oh God. Remove it, oh God. Lord Jesus, in any way, oh God, that we're falling short, oh God, Lord Jesus, remove it, oh God. You said, who shall ascend the hill of the Lord who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart. Lord Jesus, grant us clean hands and a pure heart, oh God. Enable us, oh God, to, to, to have you, oh God, as our only desire, oh God. Lord Jesus, when you speak about us, oh God, let it be, oh God, things of good, oh God. Lord Jesus, let our lives be a sacrifice on, unto you, oh God. Lord Jesus, you you said, oh God, in your word, oh, oh God, that, that offering your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. This is your spiritual act of worship. Lord Jesus, enable.
enable us, O oh God, to be true worshippers and worship you both in spirit and in truth, O oh God. Enable us to worship you in spirit and in truth, O oh God. I pray, O oh God, that anything, O oh God, that, that, that stands, O oh God, to, 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 to obstruct our relationship with you, O oh God. Lord Jesus, rid us from it, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Remove it, O oh God. Remove it, O oh God. Lord Jesus, you said anything in the darkness will be brought to the light. Oh Lord Jesus, we lay ourselves before you, O oh God. We lay our crowns before you. We lay ourselves before you, O oh God. Have your way in us, O oh God, from today, O oh God. Lord Jesus, even as you said in your word, not my will, but your will be done. Let that be our mantra, O oh God. Let that be our motto, O oh God. Wherever we go, whatsoever we lay our hands upon, whatsoever we do, O oh God. Lord Jesus, let us do it in, in accordance with your will, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, let us not have a mind for ourselves, O oh God. Let us live for you alone, O oh God. Let us live for you alone, O oh God. Let our lives be a living sacrifice, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Let our lives be a living sacrifice, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Let our lives be a living sacrifice, O oh God. Lord Jesus, enable us, O oh God, to have you, O oh God, at the center of our thoughts, O oh God. Enable us, O oh God, to have you, O oh God, at the center of our lives, the center of our being, O oh God. Lord Jesus, let there be nothing, O oh God, that stands in the way, O oh God. Any sin that so easily entangles, Lord Jesus, remove it from our lives in the name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, change us afresh, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we'll pray. If we could please turn to the book of John chapter 3. And I read from verse 5. Very truly I tell you that no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the Spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the Spirit gives birth to Spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying, you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it's going. So is everyone born of the Spirit. And we're going to link this to the book of Acts chapter 2, from verse 1. And when the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and, to, and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. We're going to ask the Lord, the two things that resonated with me in this scripture is the sound of the Holy Spirit, the manifestation, the tangible manifestation of the Holy Spirit, that we would be participants of the tangible manifestation of the Holy Spirit today. We would hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. We would feel the presence of the Holy Spirit and that tongues of fire will begin to rest upon us and ready us for the week we have ahead of us. Every inhibition, everything in us that prevents the Spirit from moving as it will, let it be removed. Let's lift up our voices and pray. Father, Lord Jesus, we understand that we are born of the Spirit of the Most High God and that the Spirit of the Most High God can move and go as it pleases. Therefore, we are free, Father Lord Jesus. We understand from your word that wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom 
freedom, freedom to worship, freedom to praise. Father, Lord, we are not inhibited in any way, shape, or form from encountering you when the Spirit of the Most High God is present. Manifestation flows. And Lord, we know that even as we have ascended the hill of the Lord this morning, the Spirit of the Most High God is in this temple. Help us to be participants in the mighty name of Jesus. My prayer often is that I will not be a spectator, but I will be a participant. Remove every inhibition, everything that restricts me, O Lord, from encountering the Spirit of the Most High God in today's service. Let it be removed. If it's complacency because we are used to the rigmarole of coming to this house, let it be removed in the mighty name of Jesus. Clear our hearts and our minds. We want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. We want to see you. Father, Lord, Lord, we see on countless occasions through your word where men and women of God encountered the spirit of the most high God when they were in your presence. Lord, we ask that you will not pass us by. Do not pass us by. Do not pass us by. We want tongues of fire, Father Lord Jesus, to descend upon us and ready us, O Lord, for works of service. Ready us, O Lord, to be mouthpieces in our offices. To ready us, O Lord, to be mouthpieces in our schools and on our streets. Let the Spirit of the Most High God move freely amongst us today in the mighty name of Jesus. Less of us and more of you. Remove the flesh, O Lord Jesus, that is in us so that the Spirit of the Most High God can truly move in and amongst us today, Father Lord Jesus. We want to encounter you. Lord, I pray as well that you would give us, O Lord Jesus, ears to hear, a heart to understand, and an obedient and willing mind, O Lord. Jesus, so that we would do what we hear, not that we would listen to it as another good word and feel like amazing. Lord Jesus, we want to do what you sent us to do in the Great Commission. So Father, we are here. We've been learning that we are born of you. Father, should there have been any doubt about that message, let it be cast today in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that the Spirit of the Most High God will descend, O Lord Jesus, upon the man of God, that even as he's speaking, his words will be like fire. Your word, O Lord, that is a double-edged sword, will pierce through hearts of stone and convert them to hearts of flesh in the mighty name of Jesus. Let the move of your spirit be tangible in our midst even today. In Jesus' mighty name we've prayed. Praise the Lord this morning. Let's keep on clapping. Shouting, praising, shouting, praising, praising, praising. Hallelujah. God is good all the time. People are not talking at all. God is good all the time. Keep on praising, shouting, clapping. The sound of rejoicing will not cease in our camp. In the name of Jesus, the sound of rejoicing will not cease in our home. Keep on clapping. Keep on praising. Good news is on the way for you. Through this altar this morning, good news, good news, good news. Good news all around you in the name of Jesus. There shall be a time of refreshing in this meeting this morning. Time of refreshing in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Don't get tired, don't get weary. Keep on clapping. Keep on clapping. Keep on praising. Let the instrument play. Time to play. Let the drum sound. Hallelujah. The guitar. 
the Lord watches over all who love him. But all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen.
We're going to enter the presence of the Lord this morning.
up your voice and worship God. Father, we exalt and magnify your holy name. Blessed be your name, Most High. Oh, Most High, be exalted. Oh, Most High, be exalted. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. We give you the praise and honor and glory. Thank you, Lord. This is November. In few days' time, this year is over. If it had not been the Lord who had been on our side, pray your Testimonies that we have received in this year. This year just flew by. It seems we started this year yesterday. And Lord, in a few days' time, we are in the new year. Thank you for giving us revelation now about the new year. Because the Bible said the Lord will do nothing without revealing his secrets or his plans to his servants, which is the church of living God, the prophet. We thank you for speaking to us about 2023. We thank you for giving us insight about detail of what is coming to be. We thank you for the progressive revelation that we are receiving so that nothing catches us unawares. Oh, Lord our God, we thank you for equipping us, empowering us, and preparing us for the days to come. We worship you for every good thing that you have done, every great thing that you have done. Thank you, Father, for your spirit within us that speaks. Give you the glory and honor and praise. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. Welcome someone beside you in the name of the Lord. <coughs> you are very welcome. Please, we can take our seats in the heavenly places. Give God the praise for choir, please. You can take your seats. This is the most fantastic choir. My. You can see their steppings like royalty. <laughs> wow. Jesus is Lord. Your matter is settled. 
God gave me a vision just in New Cross. Mommy was the one who preached. I was the one who saw. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, I thank God for Christ with Tabernacle because... You know, I thank God for Christ with Tabernacle because God is here. <laughs> Hallelujah. We are completing God. You know, and God is exciting us more and more. <laughs> I was looking at how God has been so fair to us. And I was gathering um, prophecies that God has been given to us for the period of about 10, 12 years. Because the television station have told me now that they want to make it known to the world and to the nations. That as God speaks in the Bible, He's still speaking today. And while they were collating those prophecies, I myself had to be reminded. Because when I watch those prophecies, because I have to watch them and send them for editing, and I just was blown out that, wow, God has been so good. We need, when they finish it, we will sit down together and we listen to it. God has been so good to us. God had never left this church out of. He had never left us in, in gloom about what happened in different parts of the world and what happened in our time. And God had always prepared this house, having revealed to us, He prepares us. So the instruction, yeah, the instructions that um, we need to have from the Lord so that we can be ready before shaking happen. The Lord tells us, and we do it. And it makes me so happy. It makes me so happy. And God also in this church has used prophetic to take people from one height to a higher height. A lot of testimonies that God will speak that this month this will happen, or this week I'm doing this, and before the end of the week, members will testify to those shifts immediately. It's so encouraging to me that we can hear God in the Bible way. And I believe that this is going to cause a ripple in the world because now you have tools in your hand that you can spread all over the social media. Because Satan is using the social media a lot to pro proclaim lies. I would get it now. And what God tells us about nations, we can spread them out and fill every place with it. So that some people who have been hungry for God will, will be able to locate us. If you are looking for God, you'll find him in Christ with Tabernacle. Amen. <laughs> Amen. God is here. <laughs> I mean, God is here. And then those who also do not know, who, are, who have been going to mediums, will know that the God that we serve speaks clearer and louder and more succinct than the medium. The medium will leave you down in your opinions. But God tells us that this is going to happen this year, and this is going to happen that year, this is going to happen this year. Now, you, in this year, do this, do this, do this, so that when this happens next year or the other year, you are safe. That is our God here. So that these people will have direction and understand that God speaks, and they can now come to the light. At the same time, too, those who are controversial, 
we know that there is therefore no controversy for those who are in Christ Jesus. For in Christ Jesus, the Lord, Spirit of life, has set us free from the Lord, sin and death. Amen. If anybody's mind is very controversial, they only need to see what God is doing. He is beyond controversy. <laughs> Hallelujah. So you and I have a great job to do. Beginning now and the end of the month. That is publishing what God is doing among us. And our testimonies as well. There are some great testimonies that we publish. I wish that mommy will speak to you this morning, but she will do because I was with her in New Cross and a message God gave her is so timely for the church and she will have the honor to come and preach it here as well. But for you today, I said all these things I'm saying about God moving among us and stuff because I wanted to tell, to tell you that no wonder God is preparing every one of us for the next move. Which is, we are looking at born of God. Born of God. Whoever is born of God, we recognize in my previous lectures that they are those who are born again. We recognize that the book of John 1, 13, 12 and 13 tells us that yet to all who received him, to those who believe in his name, he gave them the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent or human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. This is the word of living God. So if you are born again, you are born of God. But not everyone who go to church are born of God. Not everyone who confess Jesus as their Lord and Savior are born of God. So what we have been looking at over the past few weeks is this. Why do we have a Lord in the church who cannot manifest any grace of God? Why do we have millions going to meetings and yet they do not even know who Jesus is? So they are beggars of miracles. So that when the deceitful people come in to lie to them, there is a miracle here, they run there. Because they do not know him, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Though they might have sat in the pews of churches for years, and yet they do not know. And you cannot have true fellowship with a person you do not know. And this is the reason why I want us to probe further into born of God. And what is required of anyone born of God, so that we will be able to increase in his grace. We looked at 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if anyone is in Christ Jesus, a new creation, all things are passed away, all things have become new. We looked at Romans chapter 8, verse 29, which says, For those God foreknew, He also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of His Son, so that He might be the firstborn among many brothers. So the gene of God is in us. And Jesus is the firstborn. We are the secondborn. So if that be the case, everything the firstborn can do, secondborn can do. <laughs> Amen. 
But then we recognize also that Colossians tells us for that in chapter 2 verse 9. I'm talking about born of God. Your birth in God is real. If you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. He went further to say, For in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in the bodily form, and you have been given fullness in Christ. And I love that English word, in Christ. You have been given fullness, but it is in Christ. Hallelujah. No wonder Jesus said that if you abide, if you, if you abide in me and my word abide in you. I will together now. And then we remember the promise of Jesus Christ in the book of John 7, 38 to 39. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, streams of living water will flow within him. So every Christian should have the flow of the Holy Spirit in them. Correct? Unless if you are a Christian and you have not believed him, as the scripture has said. But the fact is this, how can you believe him as the scripture have said, if you yourself have not really read it? If all what you hear on your pulpit every day is stories of Samson and Delilah, no reference to Christ. Stories of God will do it for you again. No reference to Jesus. Story that you will make it in life. And no reference to Jesus. How could you then... Believe him as the scripture has said. I will together now. Because many pulpits, you know, they center on what you receive, not what you are. Many pulpits don't talk about what you are and what you ought to be and what you can be in Christ. So we have many people who are going to try, they don't understand Jesus. But if you believe him as the scripture has said, he says, Out of your belly will flow river. He said, By this he meant the Spirit. Verse 39. Those who will believe in him were to receive. Then we went further to 1 John 5 4. For everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. And John 14, 12 says, I tell you the truth. Anyone who has faith in me will do what I've been doing and he will do even greater things than this because I'm going to the Father and I will do whatever you ask in my name. And someone said that I've been praying, 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 God didn't answer me. Something is wrong. Jesus said it. Open check. And he says, so that the Son may bring glory to the Father. You may ask me for anything in my name. Hallelujah. But if you look at the scripture I first read to you in John, <clears throat> First John 5, 4. Everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. You will discover that anybody born of God, there is nothing that can confront you on earth. That you do not have capacity to overcome. Anything that God will permit to come your way. You have the capacity 
to handle it, to deal with it, and to overcome it. So it may be the devil, it may be Lucifer, it may be mummy water, like some people say. I've never seen any water in the mummy and mummy in the water. But let's agree that there is mummy water somewhere. Half man, half fish. And I've told you, CFT Church, if you go to the river or go to the ocean and you cast your net and you catch fishes and you have half man, half fish, cut the middle. The part that is man, throw it back into the ocean. The fish will take it to man eat it. Are we together? Because God didn't create man into the sea, He created fish in the sea. So if a fish have man attached to him, you remove the man, throw him for burial. The fish roast it and eats. It will be delicious fish. Some people are crazy about this. They are so afraid. But the Bible tells me that whoever is born of God overcomes this world. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It says in Isaiah 54 that no weapon for the against you will prosper. And every tongue that rises against you in judgment shall be what? Condemned. <laughs> Hallelujah. Before the enemy plans, your God saw it. So it does not matter what devices he had decided to communicate. You know? He foils the plans of the, of the wise and he turns their knowledge to nonsense, says the word of God. Hallelujah, somebody. You're in this house? You're in this house? You overcome the world. Hallelujah. <laughs> there is no device of the devil. No device of the devil. You have some places where everybody, many people will come down. Ah, enemy, enemy, enemy is, is, is uh, doing this, enemy is doing that. If enemy is always pursuing somebody, ask him, what did he steal from them? He must have stolen. Jesus said, the prince of this world came to me. He found nothing. So he can't follow him. He can trail after, but he cannot just begin to worry him. If enemy is worrying you and you, are, you, are, you claim to be a son, a son of God, something is wrong with your sonship. And that is the reason for this, this message. You overcome the world. The capacity is there to deal with every circumstance. I love it. And then I said, finally that, John, 1 John 5.18 is one of my most of my favorites. If I can use the word most favorites to qualify my favorites, I think that would be, you know, quite very, very appropriate. Or most, most favorites. <laughs> Shall we read it together, please? We know. <clears throat> Let me give you some exegesis on this for a few minutes. born of God, their attitude is spoken here, but at the same time, their destiny is spoken here. It says, the evil one cannot harm him. I say, whether you meet them on the dream, or you meet them in the physical, they poison you, they shoot you arrow, or they shoot you machine gun, or they shoot you what is this president of Russia? Putin's chemical warfare, nuclear weapon. They shoot you useless if you are born of God. It's not his chemical weapon that will kill you. Chemical weapon works through the air. Air is a name. 
Isn't it? So, and God bestow upon who? Jesus, a name that is above what? All names, by the name of Jesus, what? Every knee shall bow. So anything that has name, it can't hurt you. It can't hurt you. That is the word of living God, and that is what it is. If that thing is going to be communicated through what God has created, you can speak to creation and it will obey you. Take it back to the one who shot it, and the wind will blow back to him. He will take it by himself. Have you remembered, or do you remember the man of God in Second Kings chapter 1? Man of God, come down, they said. He said, if I'm a man of God, let fire consume you. And what happened? Boom, from heaven. You call him the prophet of fire. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. But that victory is conditional victory. It's based on a condition that if you are born of God, truly, you will not have appetite for sin. You will not be one of those who just love sin. You understand me? If the Spirit of God lives in you, you run away from sin. Beginning from the sin of your thoughts and the sins of your mouth. You run away from it. When the devil entices you, you say no to the devil. That's what the Bible says. My son, when sinners entice you, consent thou not. And this is the area that believers need to wake up or those who profess to know Jesus need to be very conscious because if you step out of the boundary of this, then the enemy can hurt you. If you make a claim to know him, you must not dwell in sin. You must not decide to sin. You must not plot sin. You must not be a sin practitioner. Are you with me now? You must not be. Do you know why? Because if you fall into sin, you will lose everything in your peace. You will not feel okay anymore. You will not feel happy anymore. That is the testimony that you have the Spirit of God inside you. The fellowship you have with God, the joy, the happiness you have with God all the time, if you, if you follow them and commit sin, the Spirit in you will soon convict you that what have you just done? And you will soon lose your peace. And because of that, you don't want to go near sin because you love that fellowship with God more than all these problems that people have in this world. You will not be one of the Christians running for death. A man is running for death, knowing fully well that he's dead, that will kill you eventually anyway. Something is wrong with your faith. And this comes by closeness to God, relationship, daily relationship with God. I was speaking today, leading them in prayer after mommy prayed in uh, preaching the new cross. That look, you youths, I want to challenge you. If you are a man, I'm your role model. I am very handsome. Excuse me, somebody. <laughs> Let me tell you. If you believe it, it's your business. If you don't believe it, it's your business. Alfred Williams is really very, very handsome. Do you know why I carry the glory of the living God? <laughs> That's why I come. I mean, I mean, it doesn't matter how my nose decides to look in the morning. As long as I am in Christ, I am handsome man. Are you with me now? 
beautiful. I don't have to struggle to be beautiful because my name, my friend's name is beautiful beyond description. And so, when I wake up, I walk in His glory. When I sleep, I, I'm sleeping in the glory. Therefore, if I know this, therefore, I will not have to look funny to impress you. Am I? I will not have to join what they do in the world there so that I can impress you. Who are you impressing? Angels are not impressed by those nonsense. I will never step into what angel is not interested in because I love the company of angels. If I don't see them, I'm sick. I love the company of Jesus. If I don't see Jesus, I begin to worry that am I doing something wrong, Lord Jesus? Tell me now. You didn't branch my house for one year. Why? I don't go to heaven and see things by God. I get worried. I get worried more than passing examination in this world. I go to school just for paper. I go to do exams just to do something. Whether I fail or pass is not my business when I'm doing exam. I just want to do exam. Okay? Of course I will pass. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I have a friend who knows all the answers. <laughs> I need to please him. <laughs> and he will give me the cronje. <laughs> if you don't know what I've just said, I just spoke in tongues. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. So therefore, what is the desire of a born, born of God is to please God. That's why the Bible says that he that is born of God does not continue to sin. You will not be found. So, <clears throat> if the devil will do anything against us, what will he do? To arrange you for sin. That's how the devil does. To arrange you for sin. So that the people who are, who are reckless, that the spirit of hell live in their mouth, they will be talking around you to your hearing so that you too may not do it. And his sister will say, you see now. Or you two may just uh, contribute a little bit to it, and then you leave the place and say, why did I do that? And Jesus will say, Jesus, you see that man, you see that's your son, that's your daughter. Blessed is the man who works on the council of the wicked. Jesus now, look at that guy. Which council is he talking now? He's the one who arranged it. But thank God for Jesus that his mercy has covered you and I for many things. Walk in the ways of sinners. Talk like unbeliever when you know that demons speak through their lips. Excuse me. And when you know that your lips will be sanctified for authority to reside upon your lips. When you know that you are alien in this world. You can't join them. It's a matter of understanding your priority. Hello. If I was told by God that take one, just face me alone and stop all this book. Before God finish, I will tell him I have stopped it already. I don't read book for anything more than this world. Because in this world, some people, there are some sect of people that, you know, you need to be very, very educated before they think they have common sense. They don't have common sense. If they don't see in their, in their, in their, their fleet, they are so full of arrogance. They say, who are you? Then before we listen to you. That's the reason why we read, so that we read beyond them. We read beyond what they read. So all of you who are readers, you better listen to me. The one you read before is different from today. This year, from this year, we read more. Are, are you looking at me? 
Any, any read you are reading, any book you are reading, we read more. There are some of us who God has just given that grace to go and read. If you have first degree, you have second degree, then you don't stop in first degree, you don't stop in second degree, do PhD for nothing. Are you with me now? Just do PhD because you want to do it for God. You don't have anything, you are looking for reward in it. So that when you get to the midst of those buffoons who are of the devil, who think that they have some knowledge after they read what other people wrote. Abby? No be so. BSC, BA, somebody told you what other people wrote. You believe it. You garbage in, garbage out. A master's degree. They told you another thing more people wrote. And you now write your own, along with what they wrote. And they pass you, correct? PhD, you look at all what people have been doing. And then you can say, okay, they didn't do this area. Let me probe into it. But how do you probe into it? What they wrote is what we write, put together, to now say that a new thing has come, everybody. And they give you PhD. You want to go to DSC? It's the same thing. God will deliver us from laziness. But you know, there is something more than that. That is relationship with Jesus. Nobody writes it. It's you who writes it. There is nothing more than that. Something more than that. That is when you can communicate with the, with the resources that God has created all around you. And greater than that, when you can enter into those heavenly resources and confound human beings and tell them their mind, tell them what they are thinking, tell them their problem, and tell them the solution they do not understand. Then you will make a difference. And you and I have that. He lives inside us. I say, He lives inside you. He is the Spirit of the Most High God. He lives inside you. We read night and day. He does not need that. He only needs fellowship night and day. Well, you can't read God. Bible is one book. The easiest to read for any scholar. And yet, many scholars find it hard to finish it when they start it. They can read many, many books. When it comes to Bible, they read just one, two, three chapters. They are confused. They drop it. Hello, somebody. God didn't give you an eye too many books. It's just 66 in it. But it is a concise one book from where you find relationship with God. The more of it you know, the more you walk away from sin. The more of God you know, the more your life is pure. The more of God you know, the less problem you have on earth. Doctor, the more of God you know, I tell you, the less problem. I have not been treated by my doctor for 25 years in England. I have you free of charge. I called my doctor. I said that I want you to test me. He said, what is wrong with me? I said, nothing. Just do something. Because they can't be paying you by NHS for me. And you are not doing anything. <laughs> my doctor laughed. I said, am I wrong? He said, okay, okay. I will give you a form downstairs. Go and do blood test. And I will look at the blood test. At least I did something. <laughs> I said to my doctor, I will come and do the blood test. Tell me what you find. Because my blood is mingled with the blood of what? Jesus. Let me tell you. Godliness and contentment is great gain. It's great gain. 
If you walk by the precepts of the scriptures for the purpose of relationship with the one divine, the God who is forever, be blessed. If your heart is set on the things of heaven more than the things of this world, He will give you success in the things of this world and good success in the things of this world. But let me tell you, transcending that, He will give you success in the things of the Spirit. Born of God! Tell me a sin that is tasty. They are all sour. So he that is born of God does not continue to sin. That is, you cannot become a sin practitioner. Now write the scriptures down. I'm about to finish. Therefore, how do we know the children of God? And the topic of this very message I'm telling you is born of God, subtitle how do we know the children of God? The children of God do not continue to sin or a child of God does not continue to sin. That is the underlining factor. John chapter 3 verse 3 to 9, to verse 9 to 10. It says, no one born of God will continue to sin because God's seed remains in him. It, he cannot go on sinning because he has been born of God. This is how we know who the children of God are and who the children of the devil are. Anyone who does not do what is right is not a child of God. Nor is anyone who does not love his brother. Now let me say this to you. You cannot do the last one without first doing the first one. Are we together now? This is, um, you know, health check we are doing now. Spiritual health check, you know. That's what we are doing here now. So if you fall a victim of anything I say, in this place you will repent. Say amen. I say in this place you will repent. Say amen. You have been fighting, fighting, fighting. Your fight is enough. If you want to fight, go and join, uh, what's the name of this man? Joshua. Anthony Joshua. Go and meet him on the ring. I must not hear fighting any family in this house. Are you with me? Look at you. Say amen, my friend. I say you must not fight. Are you a born fighter? So if you want to fight, come and join me. I will take you to the evil forest of uh, Jebulan, where there are many demons. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Can you imagine the day you are fighting, an angel is standing by, who wants to reveal something to you, and you fast fighting. How would you hear? At the end of the day, you look at the reason why you are fighting, it's useless. There is no, no bona fide reason for a Christian to fight. If it is somebody who attack you, the Bible says you should forgive them. They slap you in one cheek. He said, give them second. Abby? Isn't it? You, they have not even touched your nose. You give them a slap. Born again. Can you imagine that? Come on now. Let's grow up. The reason why many in the house of God are cut off from the manifestation of power. This is it. I will read more scriptures to you. It says here, this is how we know God's children. They behave like God. (laughs) And the children of the devil behave like the devil. The children of God don't say yes to Lucifer or his gimmicks. 
They do not continue to sin. Number two, how do you know the children of God? The remedy is to stop sinning. To stop sinning is different from the act of continuous sin. When you give your life to Jesus Christ, He cleanses your sins, isn't it? So then He tells you, go and sin no more. And that scripture says, therefore, no one born of God will continue. Because you know it is sin that condemned you. So you will not want to go back into your condemnation. But now how can you achieve this? What is the practical way really? You know, what's Apostle talking about? The hall is full of all these enti- you know, enticements and all this, uh, you know. What if I, if I make mistake? Look, in, look at me. First John 3, 6-8. No one lives in him. No one who lives in him. Let's read together. I don't like that way you are reading the word of the living God. Is this cathedral? Uh, Even they can't answer me. Look, Brad, let's go to New Cross. This cathedral way, no one <laughs> Okay, let me call your attention to the key word living in him. That's all God is saying here. You see, the second one that says that the, the, the devil don't worry about that. If you want to stop sinning, just live in him. That's what he's saying. Just live in Him. If you live in Him, you will not continue to sin. And all what I've been explaining to you using all manners of analogies is just a matter of being conscious of Christ in all you do. My relationship with you, Christ, takes preeminence. I talk to you, I address you, Christ first. It matters. My relationship with my wife, with the church, I consider Christ first. You must live in Him. To live in Him is to consider Him in everything. So that before you get into all this flesh stuff, once you consider how will it impact Jesus, you stop. And anything you know will give Jesus good representation, you put all your strength into it. That is living in Him. It's not hard. Does it mean you don't make mistakes? Yeah, you make, make mistakes, but mistakes don't make you. You don't deliberately go and associate with what you know is contravention. First John chapter 3 verse 7, it says, Dear children, do not let anyone lead you astray. He who does, who, who does what is right is righteous. Just as he is righteous, he who does, does what is sinful is of the devil. In another words, he's under the control of the devil. Because the devil has been sinning from the beginning, the reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy sin. The devil's works. The work of the devil is sin. The reason why Jesus appeared is to destroy sin. So if you claim to be of Jesus and you are now sinning, you are undoing what Jesus died for. 
Am I with you now? And then you cannot come to join and say, I love you, Lord. All those stuff you are talking. They will mean only if you comply. Not association with sin. Can I say something that dropped my spirit now? You know, many human beings don't think about death, you know. They just think, oh, life is going on. I'm enjoying myself, you know. Life is going. As it was yesterday, it is now, it's going to be tomorrow. I looked at them at uh, Qatar. Now they are doing uh, the celebration. You see all the lights. Woo! They are doing all the light in the river. And they are having some people in the canoe. And they light it up. And the light goes up and it rides something, something, Qatar. It rides something, something, walk, walk up. And everybody is doing all what they can. And I said to my son that as I was looking at this, I began to imagine paradise. And I began to imagine your royal welcome when you step at the gates of Pal. I'll say, man, oh man. I, if man can do do things like this, what will be of you when you are welcomed home by God? I prefer there than Qatar. After a few days, all the light, they shine in Qatar finish. But you know, when you step the gate of power, it will be for eternity. If man can do that kind of light and it's, it's, it's amazing to them, come on now, you haven't seen anything amazing. These are, these are rubbish. Compare with what you see in heaven. When you see beings that God created, you can't tell whether these are angels or they are what. And they fly with various colors in the sky. Or heaven. Praising the name of the God who lives forever and ever. You see the flower in heaven. You will feel like touching them. And when you go close to them, you recognize that they are living. Like human beings are living. They also have life. No flower fades in heaven and falls to the ground. No. They are perfect in glory. Really, one flower, you probably spend human one year trying to... Ah, what's, what a beauty. And when you are looking at beauty and praise and worship begins and the flower begins to say, I bless the Lord. Eh, from flower, yeah. They, what did God say? Let everything that has bread praise the Lord. Grass have bread. Tree have bread. The, the back of trees have bread. What is in heaven that does not have bread of life? Everything has bread of life. All these things that you are, you are thinking they are, they are so glamorous, forget it. Let me tell you, therefore, they are temporary. I want all of you to travel to heaven as, at will. As you go for holiday everywhere in Nigeria, if you can go for holiday there in Dubai. <laughs> You go for holiday in Caribbean. You go for holiday. They said that there is one Canary Island. You go there. Yeah, I mean, I will start my holiday next year. You know, I've not been going holiday, but I will do next year. You go to Canary. You go to Dubai. You go to Malta. You go to. Also, now begin to get your visa ready to go to heaven. And come back and tell us what you saw. It's for everyone born of God. The, the visa for a country, before you go there, they'll give you a visa or you're part of their visa stuff. Isn't it? Heaven is very simple. It's relationship with Jesus. What I'm telling you is what you need. 
not going to the mountain and fasting and praying and fasting and praying and fasting and praying. Father, appear to me. Lord, I want to see you. Lord, I want to see you. And that's not the way to see God. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? Those who are what? Full stop. Not those who fast for 70 days or 40 days or 100 days. God is not interested in all that. He's not interested in the fasting of a, of a godless man. He wants relationship, not fasting. But when you have relationship with him and you fast, you will see what will happen. One day, two days, heaven will move. I have just five more minutes with you. So therefore, an appeal. Therefore, dear children, do not let anyone lead you astray. He who does what is right is righteous. He who does what is sinful is of the devil. Because the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason Jesus appeared is to destroy devil's works. Now look at the book of Romans. We are talking now about your mindset. Change the priority of your thoughts or your mind. It says in verse chapter 8 verse 1 to verse, two, verse 4. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who have what? In Christ. You see the word in him, in him, in him. Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit of life set me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do, in that it was weakened by the sinful nature, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful man, To be a sin offering. Now, let's read together. And so, he condemns sin in sinful man in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us who do not live. But, that talks about mindset. That's what I've been telling you now. What makes you excited? The most thing that can excite you. If it's different from Jesus appearing to you, then something is wrong with you. <laughs> Hallelujah. I mean, seeing angels, if it's, if it's different from that, something's wrong with your desire. For you to experience and enjoy the providence of the power, you must not live according to the sinful nature. Because every act of sinful nature kills the power, paralyzes the power inside you. A little enjoyment of the world defiles what you have built for seven years. Just like that, you go out of the window. So why would you not cherish... What the eternal blood of Christ gave to you free of charge. Shall I love the world more than him? No, there is nothing the world have to give me. The world make you and they kill you. That's what we find in the world. So all the celebrities, after they've given some of them, put them in rubbish cults and they give them publicity, they commit suicide. After they have money, have fame, what else? The next thing they didn't have is to kill themselves. They commit suicide. Don't you understand? Which is a trend among them. That there is a devil somewhere. Let me tell you something. <laughs> so therefore. 
For the righteous requirement of the Lord to fully met in you, you must live according to the Spirit, not to the strength of nature. Look at Romans 8, 5. Those who, believe, who, who live according to the sinful nature have their mindset on what the nature desires. But those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their mindset on what the Spirit desires. So if you live according to the sinful nature, you have your mindset on becoming big so that you, you two can show them. You want to, be, to, be, to become rich so that you two can do this. All for yourself. That's what you are concentrating on. Then you cannot function in the spirit. Oh, someone abused me here. Somebody insulted me here. Don't you understand that it's a privilege when you are insulted? Only because you are living. If you have been dead yesterday, would anybody insult you? Even if they lie, let them insult you. Dead man, don't talk. Am I with you? I said, somebody insulted me. Someone didn't respect me. Someone didn't regard me. It's because you are alive, man. Can't you thank God for your life? Than to begin to allow the devil to mess you up with what he did not do for you. If somebody didn't greet you, how many people would greet you in this church? So many people. If you don't see anybody greet you, greet yourself. <laughs> what? what else? Isn't it? I just said to you that I'm handsome. Some people, they look at themselves in the mirror because someone said to them they are ugly. They will begin to think in their brain that, I'm ugly. I'm ugly. The Bible says worms will eat their mouth. You didn't read that in Isaiah? And because you have not been reading the Bible very well. Now, <laughs> therefore, somebody did this against me. Someone did that against me. What's your business there? You have better things to think about in your brain. It's about the love of God. It's about relationship with Jesus. It's about the ministry of angels. It's about traveling to heaven without visa. It's about knowing what will happen next year. And I will tell you something I received in the New Cross now. I saw the Lord said to me, What is happening this year is the pendulum is going like this. And the whole world is bamoose by it. It's just going like this. He said next year it will begin to go like this. As we go to the next the other year. Huh? He said, their eyes on earth haven't seen anything yet. That's why he gave you Isaiah chapter 4, 5 and 6. You don't understand it fully. They have been seeing the pendulum like this. You will see when you enter next year. Oh, it will stop, it will stop, it won't stop. The following year. The next year. I think, if I can read very well, it's on 27. Everything will scatter. But the things that are built by God will stand. (laughs) I say you will stand. I say you will stand. That's what he says. What is the result of living in sin? Number one, the sinful mind leads to death. Romans 8, 6. The mind of a sinful man is death, but the mind controlled by the Spirit is peace, life and peace. You want life and want peace? Let the Spirit control you. Number two, the result of living in sin. Number two, the sinful mind does not submit to God. Romans 8, 7. The sinful mind is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law. Or can it do so? You know, when you tell someone that, you know, this kind of way of life is not good, I say that, how do you know the the good one? How do you know the one that is not good? It's because your mind is hostile. 
to God. And show me in the Bible, show me in the Bible. They don't need to show you in the Bible. Your naked eyes can tell you what Satan is perpetrating and what God is. Let me say to you, when you see a fashion just come out, and before you know it, they are doing that fashion in England, in America, in Nigeria, in India, everywhere. You think that the fashion is so good? Don't you know that there is a messenger that is communicating all over the whole world? It's all emerged at the same time from the pit of hell. A Christian does it. Satan loves you. God don't have problem. He will just withdraw. And you will get into trouble. Terrible one. And God will not spare you. A Christian should be heavily minded. It's not what is in vogue. You are the one in vogue. Not them. The world won't dictate to church how we should appear or how we should speak. You know, there was a time every, uh, everywhere he said that I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a uh, what do you call this speaker, Papa? Motivational speaker, motivational speaker. Every dick and Harry, they didn't read. <laughs> Their brain is not full of education. Motivational speaker, motivational speaker. And at the end of it, in church, this motivational speaker is collecting our money. That's what they are motivated to do. After motivating, talk rubbish, and they will collect money. They will read what somebody wrote, what somebody wrote. Because at the end of it, it's an offering, as an offering, an offering. Their days was over. When I went to the television and began to talk, teach the people of God, if you follow motivational speakers, you are going to hell. I said Christians should be inspirational speakers. That's what I brought to television. And suddenly they begin to... In my program in Abuja, one day, I just spoke against this motivational speaking. And I told the people, anybody who says is a motivational speaker is of the devil, not in church. Not in church. We don't need you to, be, to motivate anybody here. A church of God is inspirational speaker. And I said, I must not hear it in the mouth of any one of you. As I finished, and I said, they are messengers of Satan. The next advert that came out of my program, I am, uh, I will mention, such and such and such, minister such and such and such. I am a motivational speaker. You know that that business was collapsed. That's the last day they saw him on television. Because I just finished preaching against it, and then his own program has been queued after it, and he said it. Say, by their fruits you will... He packed us straight away. I would together. Because these guys motivate nobody. It is for their belly. So, a, a, a sinful life will be hostile to God. And then, number three, those controlled by the sinful nature cannot please God. And that is verse 8. The, those controlled by sinful nature cannot please God. If you cannot please God, no wonder you cannot hear God. You cannot walk with God. And he ended up in that Romans, verse 9. Who controls you? And we're going to pray. He says, those controlled by the sinful nature cannot please God. That is verse 8. Then he says, you however are not controlled by sinful nature, but by what? The Spirit. You cannot allow sinful nature to control you, but the Spirit of God. Strive must not be part of your, of, your, of your vocabulary. You must be controlled by the Spirit of God. I w- Look, let me say this. All these people you see on television, they call them um, celebrity. They celeb nothing. Go and meet them in their privacy. You see how useless many of them are. Some of them have come out to come and confess, to tell the whole world the nonsense they do in their secret place. How, how useless they are in their meetings. 
where they, they degrade them to, to rubbish. And, and demons now, they give them some demons to, to just advertise them. Which celebrity? A Christian who follow anybody who is a celebrity, that Christian is heading to hell. There is only one celebrity, his name is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Apart from him, there is nothing. I will together now. Tell your children, they must not have celebrity because they will end up in idol worshipping. A mortal man that is my God, is ordinary man. You can only follow people who are full of the Spirit of God. Not people who are messengers of Satan, being, being paraded on television all over the whole place. You must teach your children never to have connection with them because through them, demons afflict those who follow them. I will together now. The only celebrity is Jesus. I thank God for this man who got born again recently. They were showing me the video in the... I've forgotten his name. Brary. Is Brary Mon here? What is the name of that, my friend? Eh? Pastor Lisbeth, speak that name. Let me hear. Kanye West. Kanye West. Kanye. He must be an African. His name is Kanye. Ah, we must look for his tribe in Africa. That guy needs to come and preach in Africa to all of them. Kanye West. Go and listen to him. When he began to talk about all this occultism they initiated him, and how he came out of it before they start po- 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 demons advertising his name, and some, 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 some ignorant <coughs> who claim to be Christians are, are undermining the, the guy and saying all manners of thought against him because they themselves they don't have contact with heaven, you know. You see a person who is telling you the truth, you are saying that, uh, you know, something is wrong with his brain. It is you who something is wrong with your brain before. This guy came to flush that stuff off your brain because this guy went, was taken to court. He understands, I know all what he's saying. My father was a wizard, and I understand what he's saying. And it's the truth he's saying. And this is how, you remember, when I was watching him, I remember the prophecy God gave you that Satan was coming with delusion. Don't you remember? I saw a cloud coming out of the devil upon the earth. His name is delusion. If you have the record of any, any what they call them star, whether they are pop or rock or anything they call themselves, in your house, go and burn it. If you listen to their music and you're a Christian, you better stop it because each time you listen, demon enter into your body. They are evangelists as we are evangelists. They serve the devil, we serve God. We are anointed by Jesus, they are anointed by Lucifer. When I speak, and people like myself across the globe, the Spirit of God enters into you because we are speaking the word from the Spirit. When you hear them too, the demon that gave them those music and gave them the word enter into you, and they fill the whole of your house. Unusual mess begin to happen around you. For, re- for what reason? You can't come to church and be blessed and go there and be cursed. Don't you understand? Are we together? I said, go and look for the address of Kanya for me. I will invite him. He is my brother. I love that guy so much. Bold. He doesn't care. He has seen the end of the devil. He does not care. He knows that only Jesus can terminate his life. That is a, a solid born again guy. And continue to expose the devil everywhere. He has no fear for death because he knows he's going to heaven. I would get that. Come on now. 
who controls your mind. Stand up on your feet. We're going to lift up our voice and just pray that, Lord, I dedicate my heart to you again. I plead the blood of Jesus over my conscience. We, I have, must be led by the Spirit. I am led by the Spirit. I am controlled by the Spirit of God. He says that if the Spirit of God lives in you, and if anyone does not have the Spirit of God, he does not belong to Christ. Tell the Lord, if the Spirit of God lives in your mortal body, the Spirit of God will give life to your body. Begin to ask the Lord, cleanse my heart, cleanse my mind. God, the Holy Spirit, send your fire into my soul, into my spirit, into my mind. Lord Jesus, send your fire into my soul, into my spirit. Tell the Lord, illuminate my mind. Illuminate my mind, Lord Jesus. Illuminate my mind, Lord Jesus. Tell the Lord, I want to see angels, Lord. I want to see you, Jesus. Lord, touch my heart, my mind. Let my mind be focused on heaven. Let my mind be focused on heaven. Help me, oh Jesus. Tell the Lord, help me, oh Jesus. I want to see you, Jesus. I want to know you and the power of your resurrection. I want to care. I care to know nothing but your power of your resurrection. Oh Lord, tell the Lord, empower me and grace me. Fill my heart, Lord Jesus. Use me in this world. Use me in my neighborhood to set the captive free, to break the chain and bondage of Satan in the name of Jesus. Tell the Lord. Send your fire, 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 rap around the area, Ramasande, send your fire into me. Holy Ghost fire, 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 send your fire into me, Lord Jesus. Oh my Lord. Oh my Lord. Tell the Lord to use you in this season. We are going to the end of the year. Tell the Holy Spirit to breathe upon you. Tell the Holy Spirit to breathe upon you. Tell the fire of God, the river of God to flow through you. Let your river flow through me, O God. In your office, you should be the miracle worker in your office. In your neighborhood, you should be the miracle worker. The vessel through whom Jesus will move. Tell the Lord with all your heart. Something new is about to happen in your life. As you have been asking, I see the glory come. It is a shelter. It is a shelter. Baralobosha Praganenondesaradia. I can see the young ones filled with 
the power of the Holy Ghost, children rising up in the new strength of the Spirit of God. Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Father. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. How many women are here? All right, let me teach you a song. When I say, Jesus, ladies, you say, Jesus, right? Jesus, may you say, Jesus, yes, I know you guys are smart, Jesus. to the women I say Jesus 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 Are you here? Say
over your life. Then the Lord will create over all of you who are in Christ's faith tabernacle and over all who assemble there. The cloud of smoke by day, say amen. amen. A glow of flaming fire by night, say amen. amen. Overall, the glory of God shall be your canopy. Amen. When the pendulum of the earth beats faster and things fall apart, Chaos and confusion delude the people, and they are running from pillar to post. The glory of God shall be canopy over you. It will be a shelter and a shade. The glory of God shall shade you and protect you from the heat of the day. The glory of God shall be your hiding place and your refuge. It shall be your refuge and your hiding place in the midst of storm and the rain. The Lord will go before you into this new year. In the power of His presence, He will make the way for you. According to His covenant with this house, you shall be fulfilled. In these days of shaking, the Lord will establish you. In these days of shaking, you will prosper. In these days of shaking, you will be glorified. In these days that many are failing, you will be successful. Before you see my face by next Sunday, your mouth shall be filled with laughter. A book of remembrance shall be opened concerning you. I asked the Lord for birthday present. And I said to the Lord, my birthday present is to answer my cry over you. My cry over you shall be answered on high. I say, my cry over you shall be answered from on high. The one who appeared unto me, who is the maker of heaven and earth, will reveal himself to you. I say, the one who has been my helper, even the Holy Spirit of the Most High, it will sustain you. I say, as you go into the last days of November, you shall be fulfilled. Every vision shall be fulfilled. You will be very desired. I say, you will be very desired. The mercy and grace of God will rest upon you. Favor of God will draw up unto you. People who are, who are relevant and who matter to destiny. They will serve you. They will work for you. They will find you. They will locate you. They will not stop until they bless you. God will use men and angels to take you to where you ought to be. You will increase. You will not decrease. Throughout this season, you will increase. You will not decrease. I said, you will enlarge. You will not shrink. You will be successful. You will not fail. In the name of Jesus. The spirit of knowledge, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of understanding and insight rests upon you. Your past life is rolled away like a carpet. A new life from God receive in the name of Jesus. A new fulfillment from heaven receive in the name of Jesus. May the glory of His presence rest upon you. Whatever been your lack from January till this day shall be fulfilled in a matter of days. Areas that you have been striving I say, from tonight, from today, you will begin to glide. The wind will be your messenger. It will carry your voice to the ends of the earth. 
and the voice of God in your lips shall not fall to the ground. So shall it be. If you have been afflicted, you are set free. Affliction is a name. I consume affliction with the name Jesus. Every form of sickness, die in the name of Jesus. Receive sound health from God. Receive sound health from God. Receive sound health from God. I say receive sound health from God. The unction of God from heaven rests upon you. You shall be fruitful. You shall multiply. You shall increase in number. You shall increase in your brain. You shall increase in your mind. You shall increase in the strength of heaven. In the name of Jesus Christ. You will encounter God before the end of this year. Father, I bless your holy name because you have answered me as we ask this in Jesus' anointed name. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Put your hands together for the King of heaven that lives forever and ever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. You are a miracle going somewhere to manifest. You will be the letter of God written to this present age. People will look at your life and they will know God is what he claims to be in the Bible. That's what will happen. Your life changes for better in Jesus' anointed name. Please be seated and can we just call uh, Pastor Shurem to come and take our offering, please. Amen. Offering time. And shall we prepare for our tithes and our offering this morning? And can we have the account details um, on the board, please? Okay, excellent. So for those that give online, the account details are there on the screen. And for those that um, you still use the envelope, um, if you don't have one, you can signal to the ushers and they will make one available to you. And as we prepare for our offering, uh, I'll just quickly read from the book of Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7. The Bible says, Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. So I encourage you this morning to give that which you have decided to give to the Lord this morning. And as you do so, I pray that it will be like a sweet aroma to our Lord God Almighty. In Jesus' name. So if you're finished, can I just kindly ask us to rise this morning as we pray. Please rise. Heavenly Father, we thank you for giving us the opportunity to give again this morning. Father Lord, we thank you because we know we are born of God. And we know that those that are born of God love God. And if we indeed love God, we obey His commands. And Father Lord, as we give in obedience to your command this morning, the Bible says, said you look with favor on Abel and his offering. We pray, O oh Lord, that you look down with favor on us this morning and on our offerings this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. 
Jesus. Thank you, Father Lord Almighty. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah.
Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to give again this morning. Father Lord, we have brought our tithes and our offerings from our heart and with a cheerful heart. O Lord Almighty, we pray that it will be acceptable in your sight in the name of Jesus. And so we pray that you send your fire from heaven to consume this holy sacrifice that has been brought by your holy people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Please be seated. It's getting warmer, isn't it? Sorry. Did I say something wrong? Please put on a few more layers. Whenever you're coming to church in this weather, please put on a few more layers. It's easier to take a few things off than it is to start looking for a few things. It's always a difficult balance, just to say very quickly, it's always a difficult balance to strike when the weather starts getting cold. We're trying to work on various things, but it will take a few weeks to get it about right. So at this time, please bring some extra layers so that it's easier to take some off and then than rather than looking for something is that okay is that is that fair? i mean you understand we're conscious we are aware we are aware, and we're working on it yeah i, I that was I, I did that deliberately <laughs> praise the lord so maybe i should have started by saying apologies it's a bit cold this mo- this morning is that okay is that does that sound better is that well received that way okay okay all right but you should know i'll always go for the tangent before i come back praise the lord anyone join us for the first time today if this is your first time in christ faith tabernacle would like to warmly welcome you anyone join us for the first time today anyone in the auditorium or have we frozen them out <laughs> praise the lord hallelujah well just turn to the person sitting next to you and say hey it's going to be warmer next week <laughs> praise the lord I mean, you know why it would be warmer? I can guarantee it would be warmer because no one would come with the same light clothes they wore today. <laughs> Definitely. You would ensure that you're all padded up if you need to be. And it's okay. Praise the Lord. For those who are sitting in the cool of their own homes thinking, hey, let's save you some energy bills. Don't sit in your home and turn on the bills. Come in here. Let's share the warmth in here. The more of us in here, the warmer it becomes. So don't sit in your homes. You're burning energy. You shouldn't. Come here. Praise the Lord. Have I covered all ends? Okay, let me get to the announcements then. (laughs) That was extra. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Well, I'd like to remind us that today, um, home group is at 7 p.m. 
um, and we're reflecting on the gospel according to St. John chapters 1 to 21. We should have all read through John chapters 1 to 21, so we're reflecting on that in our home groups. We don't expect you to reflect on every single chapter in a, in a one-hour period, but there must be something that resonates with you in that book of John that you want to share with others. No more than about five, ten minutes. If you're no more than, I mean, depending on the numbers in your home group, but you need to be able to share something from the book of John, the gospel according to St. John. Um, there's, there's a lot to share there. And prayer and communion tonight at 9 p.m. online. Please tune in or join. Daily prayers, 9 p.m. on Zoom. Bible study on Wednesday at 7 p.m. And uh, we'll be reflecting on Psalm 62. Please note that on Friday, next Friday, is the last Friday of the month of November 2022. And we'll be here for Overcomers Night Vigil at 8 p.m. I mean, I, yeah, it's, it's just shocking. I was saying to our sister and our brethren, you know, at Bethesda this morning that I'm still fine. I'm still trying. And you might be able, someone might be able to solve it in here today. Um, if you've got some extra hours in a day that you'd like to add to mine, provided mine increase and yours reduces for the same sort of like less than 24, I want to add a few more hours because these days we start on Monday and before you know it, it's Friday. I mean, we only started January a few days ago and it's already close to December. I mean, what's going on? We must be spending time at the rate of 24 hours a second rather than 36 seconds a minute. Praise the Lord. But please invite your friends. Overcomers Night Vigil on Friday at 8 p.m. here at the cathedral. We'll also be having Thanksgiving Sunday next week's. Um, next week Sunday here at the cathedral 27th of November um, please invite your friends and family as well invite people to join us and be a part of this jewels in the crown and morning stars I believe you have a meeting after this in- instrument practice and um, lessons immediately after the service here at the cathedral um, I don't know if Dick and Tem is doing the mentorship program announcement am I doing it on your behalf? I am doing it Okay, all right. You know, there's delegation of all sorts, so it's okay. I received the delegation. Mentorship program, if you've not registered, have we got that detail on the, on the screen and the team there? Please post it. We, there is a mentorship program on the 3rd of December, am I correct? Yeah? 3rd of December, there's a mentorship program. If you would like to be a mentee or a mentor, as the case might be, please register your interest, signify your interest. We do need others to help out with others and there's nothing like I, I don't know if you know it know this if you are in acade- academia or you're in academics rather than academia when you're learning something the easiest way the easiest way to retain what you learn is by teaching others one of the easiest way to retain what you've learned is by teaching others it's a biblical principle isn't it because when you give you gain as well. You give. The more you give, you don't hoard. If you try to hoard, oh, I'm the only one that knows this. You know what? It's stifling. But when you release it to so many others, so it's very, very important. And so you can, you can, the easiest way to do that, being a mentor or being a mentee as well, is also very good. Both parties benefit from the relationship. 
both parties benefit from it but we need to we need to learn how to do it properly because it's not just talking shop there's a purpose for the mentor and there's a purpose for the mentee so please um, sign up for this whatever stage you are in your career Um, and finally workers dinner wow what date is it 18th of December 2022 workers dinner is open to all spouses that's those who are not workers you're welcome to bring your workers are welcome to bring their spouses along and all prospective workers as well are allowed to attend so if you were thinking of being a worker in Christ in Tabernacle, you've been thinking for the last few weeks. And indeed, even if you were not thinking last few weeks, Apostle said it last Sunday, if you've just been thinking about this since last Sunday, in fact, I've got, an, I've got news for you. If you want to use that as the excuse to attend the workers' dinner, it's okay as well. Just approach the department head, but you cannot withdraw your application. You can use it as an excuse to attend the Christmas dinner, but you cannot withdraw your application afterwards. So please feel free to to do that. Individual contributions will be, all members should note, all workers should note, individual contributions towards the dinner. And we say that individual contributions because we will be contributing to the cost of the dinner. Um, And certainly when contribution means it's not a full amount, that's what contribution means. It's not, there's, there's more to it. Um, but you'll be, your contributions will be paid to your heads of departments. So the heads of department will be collecting that as we've always done in previous years. And it is important, please. Now, please, let's listen to this very carefully. The last date for the confirmation, maybe not necessarily payments and everything, will be the 4th of December. The last date for confirmation, specifically confirmation, from that date on the 4th of December, you can no longer change your mind. And because I use the terminology contribution, if you register and you do want to change your mind after the 5th or after the 4th of December, you would not only lose your deposit, you would have to pay the full price of what it should have been. Because we would have committed you on behalf of the church, would have committed every the, the, the charity would have committed to a full payment. Because we know you're contributing only a part of the payment, if you then change your mind, you'll receive an invoice, not just a loss of deposit. Is it clear? I'm being very fair, open ended. It's, a, it's, a, it's not, I mean, don't worry, you'll not be asked to sign on the. Con- on the, on the dotted line. Apostle will correct me shortly in terms of the legal implications of, the, of my words, of my statements, but take it as, um, as brother to sister, sister to brother, kind of like praise the Lord. Well, God bless you all and thank you very much for listening out to my long what? Sorry, I <laughs> forgot. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Sorry. Thank you very much for reminding me. I, I forgot to scribble it. Pastor Sydney, as you would see, would like me to remind those of you who are Nigerians and you have been hoarding Naira notes. Please be known unto you that that currency would change or would cease to be legal tender at the end of December. The 31st day of December 2022, is that correct? 
January. January what? 31st, not December 31st. I was close, I got the 31. You see, because I'm, it's, it's for, I said for those of you who are Nigerians. But at the same time, using 31st of December as your deadline is a nice plan. Now, no problems. You don't need to exchange it. You can donate it to the church in Lagos. But we want to receive those donations to the church in Lagos on time so that we can send it to them. Otherwise, it becomes a museum piece. Is that, and it would not be good, you would not be a good custodian of money if all you do is to let it go into archives. Because it does not increase in value. It just becomes something you can tell the great, great, great grandchildren. But you don't want to do that. So if you have no need for it or you are not able to exchange it, you would like to give it as a gift to the church in Lagos, please bring it in from next week. Um, otherwise, if it's for your own personal use, make sure you exchange it or you transfer it appropriately before the end of, before the end of December. It's a safe bet for you to at least allow yourself a, a few weeks. Thank you very much for listening out and um, God bless you. I'd like to invite our Father and the Lord, sir. Amen. Thank God for Pastor Tyro. Now I want to make sure that uh, we, all, we all understand what righteousness is. If you make a vow, a promise, you don't withdraw from it, and that is righteousness. So if you if you uh, if you put your name down, I want to go for the dinner. Heaven has seen it, and if you withdraw, it's a contravention. And uh, every one of you in the department should, because that is your group. And you know it's the place where we honor those who are in groups, and you give the gifts to uh, performers. Last year, no, not last year, the last time, some names were called, you know, for prizes, and they were absent. It shouldn't be. Anything that they are doing in a society you belong to, you must have total commitment to it. And after all, 30 pounds is, is very little. It's not anything serious. Some of you have used women. Only God knows how much you pay for your hair that you have on your head. And some of you have gone to McDonald's to buy food. Um, what do you call these, these, these people? They are, all of them are on these streets. And what you spend when you drive in and drive out is more than that. So this is very, very serious. And all workers must, with joy, you know, get involved with this fellowship and make sure that you are there. Go and look for nanny to take care of your children. You too have, you might have nanny for some people before. So this is the time for you to make sure you don't say that children hinder you. Anyhow, we were so happy yesterday because we witnessed the joining together of Sister Ade Doing and Dickie Paul for Mokaru. I danced seriously, and you were not there. So if you miss my dance, wait for another wedding. 
and make sure you are there. The Bible says, he who finds a wife, find a good thing, and obtaineth favor. And we bless the Lord for their wedding yesterday, so we are going to stand up together with them and come to the altar for their thanksgiving. Shall we choir, sing for them, dance, maybe I can show some people my dance. Because they didn't see my dance yesterday. Yes. Are we ready for it? Yes, sir. I can't hear you. At least this is the last dance before we close. Do you want me to preach another sermon? With your hands. <laughs> Choir, sing for us, please.
Those of you who have been watching, did I dance well? <laughs> At least I've danced for you, though you didn't come out, but I, I did dance for you. Lord, we thank you so much for this family. This is your son and your daughter. We give you the glory and honor and praise for the journey of their life and where you have brought them to. And we look forward to the journey you have set before them. A brilliant light shining like the sun. A pathway without any stones. Lord, a pathway that is full of glory. We see, Lord, the future. A future of testimonies. A future of testimonies that we read on tablet papers. We see the future, Lord, as you have put in the mouth of your son and your daughter the testimony of their life that draw many to Christ. For you are faithful God who began the good work and you will complete it. Lord, we bless this marriage. I say that every word spoken to you yesterday shall come to pass. Every word spoken to you yesterday shall come to pass. I invoke the blessings of heaven over you. Everything you need to be the head of this home, you receive them in the name of Jesus. By the altar of the Most High God, I say, there will be no nation or people or spirits that will be able to stand against you. This family shall be established by God. It shall last the times of day until you see Christ face to face. Every blessing that God spoke out of himself into Eve in the Garden of Eden shall be fulfilled over you. The Lord who has ordained this hour and who brought this hour to be, he shall not depart from you both forever. Your children shall inherit the land. You will live to see your children's children. And so the Lord, as he had bonded you together yesterday, he will perfect this relationship. And grant you peace. He will grant you understanding. And you shall be blessed and fruitful all the days of your life. Lord, this offering in their hand become a memorial before your altar. Lord, that as you have said, fulfill your vows and call upon me. Because they have fulfilled their vows, O God, let it become a testimony before your holy throne. The Lord will remember this offering and he will bless you. The Lord will remember your fulfillment of your vow and he will honor you. This is the holy offering that is brought by your holy people. Let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. Amen. Amen and amen. Sing one Bini song for me. Who was said about uh-huh. uh-huh. You will see who them
Let me read the blessings of God upon you. On Friday, we will continue the dancing rama. Your life will never cease of testimonies before God. In this season, the Lord will put a laughter in your mouth. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May God send you help this week from his sanctuary and grant you support from his Zion. May the Lord remember all your sacrifices and accept your bond offering. May the Lord give you all the desires of your heart. And may the Lord make your plan succeed. Every resources you need from heaven to be successful in your plans for this year shall be given to you. And we will all shout for joy when we are victorious, and we shall be victorious in every battle. We will lift up our banners in the name of our God. And may the God of Abraham, let me hear your amen. The God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, may he who keeps the covenant keep covenant with you. And open a book of remembrance concerning you. May the God of Bethel, who appeared unto Abraham and to Jacob at Bethel, may he reveal himself to you in this season. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. Our right hand up, shall we share the grace together in fellowship? Now, may the God of peace, that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Turn to somebody and speak the general grace to them. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now and evermore. Surely, and you shall dwell in the house of the Lord. There shall be shouts of blessing, it will fall in your house.
Philippians to Rose according to our confession. God bless you and see you tonight on Zoom.